Section 34 of Stories of the Scottish Border by Mr. and Mrs. William Platt. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 31 Bathroom's Dirge. The story of how this ballad came to be preserved to us is a very interesting one. A Mr. Surtees, who was very interested in the old ballads, used to give work to a poor old Scotswoman to weed in his garden. Finding that she had learnt ballads in her young days, he encouraged her to talk about them, and this was amongst those which she recited to him. She told him that it referred to a young man named Bertram, or Bathram, who made love to a young lady against the wish of her brothers. The cruel brothers slew him, but the lady had him buried at the very spot where he was wont to come to visit her in the days of their love. Sir Walter Scott thinks that perhaps Bathroom was an Englishman and the lady was Scottish, and that the anger of the lady's brothers against him was partly on that account. It must be remembered that in those stormy days when border rivalry was keen and all the border chiefs on both sides were men of warlike mould, intermarriage between the two races was punishable by border law. Each side felt equally that such mixed marriages would sooner or later produce a race that was neither loyal English nor loyal Scotch. A spirit of aloofness and rivalry was deliberately encouraged right up to the time of the union of the two countries under one king. Bathroom's Dirge They shot him dead at the nine-stone rig beside the headless cross, and they left him lying in his blood upon the moor and moss. They made a bier of the broken bough, the sorch and the aspen grey, and they bore him to the lady chapel and waked him there all day. A lady came to that lonely bower and threw her robes aside. She tore her long yellow hair and knelt at Bathroom's side. She bathed him in the lady well, his wounds so deep and sere, and she plaited a garland for his breast, and a garland for his hair. They rode him in a lily sheet, and bare him to his earth, and the grey friar sung the dead man's mass as they passed the chapel garth. They buried him at the murk midnight, when the dew fell cold and still, when the aspen grey forgot to play and the mist clung to the hill. They dug his grave but a barefoot deep by the edge of the nine-stone burn, and they covered him o'er with the heather flower, the moss and the lady fern. The grey friar stayed upon the grave and sang till the morning tide, and a friar shall sing for Bathroom's soul while the headless cross shall bide. Mr. Surtees observes on this passage that in the return made by the commissioners on the dissolution of Newminster Abbey, there is an item of a chauntery for one priest to sing daily ad crucem lapideam. Probably many of these crosses had the like expiatory solemnities for persons slain there. They certainly did bury in former days near the Ninestone Burn, for Sir Walter Scott found there lying among the heather a small monumental cross with initials, which he reverently placed upright. 
End of section 34.